Welcome to your sanity safe space, the call-in show where you decide the topic. From Hillary to Harambe, there are no limits. You can be nice. Really great talking to you. Cool dude. Great dude. I appreciate awesome. it, man. You can be mean. You shit. shit. <laughs> or you can blow it all up. A lot, lot, lot. <laughs> Every Wednesday at 9, it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show. It is the call-in show, the show where you get our number and we are at your mercy back after a two-week hiatus to field your phone calls. Blonde, welcome. Thank you. Had a a fun two weeks with... uh, Largest Mikey, he was called Colored and the Cock. The show was called for the, for a couple of weeks, uh, but it's back to normal. And thanks <laughs> to Biggest Mikey for filling in. Yes, we appreciate. Um, so I, I'll, I'll hop right into the rules. I mean, we already got the vacation update and all that stuff, but uh, you know, being back in Seattle is is good. I I heard you had an unfortunate um, encounter with a hand and dog. Oh, yeah. I was trying to do a (laughs) hangout today with one of our patrons and like I was going to do it at the park, except there was a giant hole in my dog poop bag. And so I just like scooped up all this poo. Oh, it was your own dogs. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was like, okay. I thought it was much worse. I thought you were like laying in the grass and put your hand in a. Oh, I would never, never do that in Seattle. Oh, okay. All right. Um, Oh, no. Well, if it's, if it's just Caesar, it's not that bad or musket. No, it was musket. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, that's a larger dog. It was like a two pound turd. He's so gross. Yeah, well, hey, uh, you know, if, if the show isn't weird enough for you already, <laughs> probably should not have gone down this avenue. Welcome back to Seattle. It seems like a metaphor for your life in Seattle is a hand in a I know. Dog I really hate it here. I'm counting down the days until I can move. I just, I came back and I was like, normally when I come back from Europe, I'm like, all right, I'm back in America I'm with people like me. And I just look around Seattle. I'm like, I don't understand any of you. You people are freaks. It's a freak show. I hate it here. Oh boy. So uh, most of you are familiar with the rules. If you're not, there is a link to the Discord server in the video description, the Discord server on which we host this show. Once you're in the Discord server, put your name in the roll call. The roll call is how we know who arrived uh, first. We go on a first come, first serve basis. Patrons get priority. If you are a patron and you're not marked in that pretty orange font, let us know. We'll get that taken care of for you. If you'd like to contribute to the show, but you can't do it live, we do take emails. That's beautyandthebeta at gmail.com. We'll reply to your question. Oh, excuse me. I already got the burps. Reply, reply to your question or your uh, your video um, or audio recording. If you upload it unlisted to YouTube, we'll play it on the show and respond to it as well. Um, as always, please try to keep uh, comments or questions. We'll, we'll do one theme per caller. We always have more callers than we can accommodate, so please try to keep things as concise as possible. Keep it to one theme, one comment, one question, and we'll keep things moving along. And, of course, we will take super chat uh, comments and questions in between each and every caller. Those are the rules. I think those are all the rules. should probably write them down so I don't forget to mention them, but, uh, but that's what we got. So let's go ahead and hop right into it. First up, I haven't even gone into the roll call yet. Oh, you know who's up first tonight? Unstoppable. Hello. Hello, everybody. I am so glad I didn't finish that sentence. Oh, what were you going to (laughs) say? You don't. No, no, no. You don't want to know. Well, since you you came from our waiting room, our chat, I assume it was something like 
uh, I don't know. Like, hey, we guys, were, we were here's a new final solution, something like that. <laughs> no, no, worse, worse. Worse. What is oh, worse than that? We're not discussing this. Anyway, Um, how are you? Doing all eh. right. How are I you? Was not ready. Uh, I'm going to apply for school at the end of the year, so I'm getting into college soon. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to ask um, for you guys back in the day. Sorry, I, I think you might have cut out. Um, about how So was, you're going to ask about uh, our college experience? Yeah, yeah, basically. How was, how was college for you guys back in the day? Just how was it generally? Or are you curious about like the application and selection process or just? Uh, yeah, no, in general. I mean, like when you went to college. Uh you, you want to go first? Um, I went to Mizzou, so it was like a mediocre education, high in indoctrination, and then <laughs> also high in alcoholism, for sure. What yeah. year? It was just a lot of like skipping class. It was bad, but still managing oh to get really high grades. I mean, school was so easy, though. That that was the thing. It was just so easy to get A's because it was such a giant school filled with idiots. So yeah, I could basically I'm, do no more. I'm noticing more. that in my school. <laughs> I'm in South Carolina. That's 50th in the state in terms of education in general. Oh, really? Literally, we're the bottom. Yeah, and that's why that's why I'm looking at. I'm not going to say which school for a few reasons, but let's just say the school I want to get into. It's like, oh yeah, the 75 the, the, for the ACT, the 75th percentile is like 27. Uh, hmm. I would count. I think I would. I would hit. I would hit much higher because I'm higher than 27. Um, Did you get your 30? Like, Did the, you take the, it again? I, I I was supposed to, but the problem was that um, mm. Irma came, and Irma basically caused us to reschedule, and I have mm. to wait till sa- this Saturday. I'm gonna take Hurricanes, no but excuse. Anyway, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter for me ultimately. I, I'm going to get in anyway. I don't. It doesn't really matter. But the 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 GDP was not GDP. The the GPA was was three point nine for like a, a an average of like a twenty five or twenty seven. I forget which one. Uh, uh, ACT score out of whack but anyway let's get to the actual question how was your how was your experience matt because blonde said mediocre and lots of partying and drinking and how about you yeah yeah well to this day i i value my college experience more than really any experience in my life to be honest it's really crafted the person that i am and and critical thinking skills that i like to believe that i hold at least um what i will say that the value of college that i hope people still get out of it and i worry is fading it's it's two part i think the value is really social and academic um and i we were talking about this before we went live i think i botched the social end of college a little bit i'm not going to get into personal details Aww. but what i will say is what i would encourage anybody going to college out of high school it, I'm not going to say abandon your high school friends or whatever, but definitely view college as a clean, a clean social start and take advantage of those opportunities. Cause some of the people that you meet in college are going to be some of the, the impactful people in your life. At least they were for me. And I went to college and tried to maintain attachments to, to people in high school and all this other stuff. It's, it's not a good plan. You don't have to ditch them, but definitely yeah. immerse yourself in the new social environment in which you find yourself. And um, of course, don't don't yeah. be a complete degenerate and party all the time and ignore yeah, your studies yeah. either. What well, I, I value about on it, yeah. What oh, I value so much. I, I, I think I yeah. think I can simplify your advice. Don't slam the door in 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 their faces. Just slowly close it. 
Yeah, I mean, just just well, I would say keep all doors open is what I would say. You know, just because you've got friends or girlfriends or whatever back home doesn't mean that you can't establish new relationships with new people. And the thing about the academic end that I appreciated so much and I constantly worry is is being lost on college campuses. I've said this before on the show, but I went to college and it was the great experience was it was four years of the Socratic method. It was going to class, small classes at my school every day, being told. Uh, being expected to take a position on whatever it is that we're that we're studying at the time, and being expected to defend that position against a grilling from a professor, and you'd never know what the, the professor's opinion was. It was just the professor's job to advocate the devil's position and um, and say black when you say white and hot when you say cold and all that. And it made me. Not only did it make me, I hope, a critical thinker, but it makes you comfortable with confrontation as well. And you don't freak out when someone challenges you. And, you know, there were times where I went to class where I was terrified because you're like, oh, my God, I'm going to get blown up in front of everybody in class. And sometimes that happens, but that kind of should happen. You know, sometimes a little bit of public intellectual embarrassment is good to humble you intellectually. And that's why I value my experience so much. I hope it continues and it's not just social justice indoctrination. Oh, God. I I can already hmm. say I got I got a couple of people in there. Um, It varies. STEM is safer than the non-STEM. Thankfully, I'm going into STEM. Um, I don't have to worry about the high school friend thing because I did online school for the last four years. Oh, that's right. Good. Middle there, you were around for that. I kind of went hysterical for a while, and I was oh, yeah, kind of yeah. twitchy. Um, that until I adjusted, we, we, it was like in the beginning it was fine, and then I just went twitchy and crazy. And you you got that? People asked me if I was high. I remember that saga? Oh yeah. God! And then I adjusted again, and it was it was fine. But uh, yeah, okay, I, I see what? what you're getting at. Yeah, I guess I, I don't know if I could summarize it. The, the, maintain the balance of everything. Try to maintain the balance of everything. Um, don't be a complete library nerd and don't be a degenerate either, is what I would say. Find the happy That's good medium. advice. All right. Yeah. Straddle the middle ground. Got it. <laughs> Thanks All for right. calling. Have a good night. Do we need a super chat break or should we keep going? No, it's cool. We can go. Okay. Huvian is up next. Uvian, what's up, man? Hey, how y'all doing? Doing all right. It's great. Oh, so I have some good news and some I still hate school news. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I was actually talking to Unstoppable a little bit in the, the chat earlier about, about the whole school experience and whatnot, just letting mm-hmm. them in. Everybody's a liberal cuck. It's, it's, just, it's, just, it's just a fact. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, I've, I've always thought, um, I'll allow you to comment on this, maybe I'm way off base, but I always thought it'd be kind of tough to transition right from the military to school, because not only are you maybe looking at a different ideology, but you're looking at a different life path, too, where you're going to be a little bit older than a lot of the kids you're going to school with. Um, they're going to, I don't know, they're coming straight out of high school. You've had a lot more life experience than these kids have. Yeah, I know, which is crazy because I don't know if I ever told you guys my age, but I joined at 17. Mm-hmm. I'm 21 right now. Like, yeah. Yeah, like I, I'm going to college at 21. It's still crazy because I've got so much more life experience as the kids and going in there and I just want to choke slam them all. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. 
they they actually made a a, a quote-unquote veteran safe space so we call it a veteran lounge okay and i uh you know what does that I even just, mean veterans go there to feel safe no i mean we go out there we go over there and hang out it's just the uh the the political term that they had to use so they could yeah. actually get the room so basically uh the the main veteran liaison um got us this room so we can go in there whenever we are trying not to choke slam people <laughs> <laughs> yeah he, he specifically said hey, hey if you're ever gonna punch somebody in the face come talk to me before you do it <laughs> yeah so, well that's that's good that they have that that's a big there's a big uh, veteran services office here at montana state as well and they do great work uh, offering tons of veteran-specific resources, from scholarships to study help to I don't know, all sorts of things. They're 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 really good. So it sounds like there's it's something similar to that. It's not just a I'm a veteran. I need a. It's it's not a safe space. That's such a dumb term. It's, yeah, it's a, I know. It's, it's a resource a center. They had you know? to, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just a political term that they had to use to get the funding for the room. Uh, what? <laughs> Who would make funding for veterans contingent upon using the safe space terminology? That's just. Oh, this is. I don't know. This that's is a like, commie school. Get out of there. Um. Actually, uh, what I was gonna say, one of my um, uh, professors, um, or one of my veterans' friends' professors, excuse me, uh, is taking a sociology class, the same as me. Apparently, there's two of them at the school. And somehow, I don't know how he's the, the lesser of the two evils because he's still pushing all these bullshit statistics down my throat. And I just want to, hmm. mm. but, um, the other one we Very have aggressive tonight, man. <laughs> all right. I've had a, I've had a, I've had a rough day. I've okay. had a real rough day. Um, well, I'm glad you got an outlet, you know? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You guys are my outlet. <laughs> um, but apparently this other one, uh, we we have a we have a class in the morning. It's called the Veterans Transition Class. Mm -hmm. um, so it's basically just an hour of a bunch of vets in their bullshit. And um, so one of the vets was telling me that his um, his professor uh, is a Marxist, like openly Marxist, mm -hmm. and uh, said that because it said that he probably wasn't going to do very well in the class because he was a, he was white, he was Christian, he was male, and he was a veteran. And this is a very disabled vet as well. And oh he, like he has, a, yeah, he has a service dog with him that goes around with him everywhere. And I just wanted to slap him. Or I wanted to find this professor. And mm. <sighs> so that's my, is that, I, not I, that I, um, not that I'm disbelieving, but is there documented, is this like on video? Is there? No, no, no. This is just, he went and he had a private conversation with the professor, like after okay. his first day of class. Because he said, because he's been spouting all these Marxist uh, political beliefs, and he talked with him, and that's just what um, the professor told him. So I oh, mean, this yikes. is all word of mouth. I don't have like actual video ev evidence or anything. Uh, you just have to take me on my word for that. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, well, I I ask um, not necessarily because I I don't believe, but also. I, I, this is just something I would like to see if there's, if there is actual recording of this. Oh, yeah. That's something yeah. that would be. I mean, that would be a viral clip too, if it if it were. Oh yeah. If it oh, existed. Yeah. I mean, uh, we, I wish. I, I'm just gonna start wearing GoPro around with. <laughs> 
Yeah, oh, I mean, that's uh, that's what's unfortunate. It's like I was saying to Unstoppable. The, the thing I love about my professors, I should probably email them and tell them that they did a great job because to this day, I don't fucking know what their political <laughs> worldview was. I have no idea. I have really? no idea. Couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you. I mean, I could guess. I went to school in Portland, Oregon, so I guess they were Democrats. I don't know. I couldn't. Based on the classes, I would not be able to tell you. And that's a mark of a good professor, especially in the in the social sciences. All right. And then I have, I know there's a lot of callers. Uh, I have good news. Oh, yeah, uh, please. So totally off subject. Um, I was a singer back before I joined the Army. Hmm. And I just got into the college acapella group. Oh. Got a very good chance of going to nationals. You know that big competition in Pitch Perfect? Yeah, that's a real fucking thing. I was going to say, <laughs> well, that's like that's like real singing, man. That's not like yeah. uh, that's not like garage band type stuff. No, that's real singing. All right, so you got um, a, you got a voice. I'm not going to put you on the spot, but you know, I won't be mad if you sing us a tune. Um, I might send you a video one time, but I'm not okay. warmed up at all. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. One more quick question, if I can. Sure. Uh, blonde, what? What unit is uh, your significant other in? Like, who's he deploying with? Oh, he's told me not to be specific about it. Oh, okay, I've, that's right. I have already said that he deployed to Afghanistan, but he's like, don't give people any more information than that. I'm like, All right. <laughs> no, it's like my, one of my best friends, who's actually from my hometown, we joined together and went to basic and AIT together. He's deploying right now, too, hmm. as well. To oh, wouldn't that that's, be something? Yeah, the, yeah, that's why I was, that's why I was asking, so... But it's it's okay. I'm, I'm I might just like message you later about it. Okay. Uh, if that's all right with you. Yes. Yeah. All right, man. We'll have a good night and um, you know, keep calm. Keep calm. Get through it. Uh, it'll the education is worth it in the end. I think. I hope. Mine yeah, was. Well, but that was a long time ago in a galaxy anything. far, far away. It's true. Touche. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thanks for calling. Have night, a beautiful man. day. Bye. We should just probably take a break. Take Keep going. Some... Let's let's catch up on Super Chat. Um, okay, Gabriel Lopez, you're back in Skag. When you bump into an, any Andy in real life, ever wonder if he's a faggot? I've met a lot of Andys that are faggots. I mean, I don't know what to say about this. <laughs> I know. I personally know like one Andy. He's not. He's cool. <laughs> I dated an Andy. He wasn't a faggot. But then I did meet a faggot Andy like a few months ago. So I don't know I what had, to say. Um... Yeah, I had a, a work manager who I hated, but that was uh, well. I should I should stop right there. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> I know we just we just incriminate ourselves all day long. Like, I did this guy. Blah, blah, blah. Um, okay, Frank Underwood gave us fifty kroner. Oh, I forgot we're not doing that anymore. Uh, so happy you are back and alive, blonde. Thank you very much. Matt and Roaming are cool, but both of them together were two polite people having a very polite conversation. It was very polite. Yeah. <laughs> I believe it. I still haven't uh, watched it, but I should. I can imagine. No, they are had, very polite. We had fun, but we have similar styles. I think you would, you know, Roaming and I have similar presentation styles, I would say. Um, Robert, At Robert Atkinson, do you guys know Benjamin A. Boyce? I think he is ex-Evergreen student, but is super critical of Evergreen Blonde. Would you go to Evergreen to report? It's in Olympia, right? Yeah. Oh, don't make me go to Olympia. <laughs> Did you see a uh, side note about Evergreen? Brett Weinstein settled for $500,000, him and his wife. And they, and they were out of Evergreen. They resigned. So Evergreen Best is- Best case scenario. It's good for him, but I feel so bad for like- the you know the well-meaning hard-studying biology student at evergreen who loves brett and now lost brett because of this nonsense and presumably brett's role is going to be filled with some i don't know biology professor who doesn't believe in biology because it's sexist 
Uh, something like yeah, that. Yeah, people should transfer. Yeah, but that's the thing is is Evergreen is meant for people who might not have an opportunity elsewhere. It's, Aww. it's you you go to you, a lot of times you go to Evergreen because you didn't get into UW. You didn't get into Washington State. If you can't get in anywhere, I can't imagine that having a shitty degree from a social justice warrior university is really going to give you a that, leg up in life. That's true. I'm just saying. If you're already you know, in a tough spot. Just start a business. Everyone yeah, just start businesses. Cut Jesus. your losses, I guess. It's just a bummer for the well-meaning ones. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, Blonde, been with you since your early days. This is from Joey Hall. I uh, loved watching your subscriber count explode. Thank you so much. Uh, Skag has surpassed me by like. 10,000, I think. Yeah, well, no, I'm not that far ahead. And it slowed down a little bit. You know, I got that nice ride in August, but now it's kind of back to normal. So the race oh. to 100,000, you know. Yeah, I think we're going to both make it to 100,000 this year. I, I hope That'll so. Be nice. Um, then he said, Rogan can suck it. The, sun, the Sunday podcast is the best podcast. Rogan can suck it. Thank oh, you for well, that. That's, that's very uh, good company. And uh, But his podcast is it. it's pretty sweet. Then we have Yoda Economics. Ah, this is all in Spanish. Damn, this is a son of a bitch. All right. Dios bendiga a los afectados por el reciente tormento, tormodo in México. He's talking about the, the, the earthquake. earthquake. Yeah. In Puerto Rico, vamos a ayudarles con todo lo que podamos. Todos somos una sociedad. I also wanted to hear Blonde speak Spanish. I took several <laughs> I years can... of Spanish. And that was not super great. Yeah, Sorry. I'm ashamed to admit I have several semesters of Spanish under my belt, but it's so long ago that I can only understand about half of it. We'll have um, we'll have him on later. He's in the, the list here, so oh nice. Uh, he, he can explain Eng English only on this channel. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I do this one time. No other messages yeah. in other languages. Sorry, guys. Um, and then John Harmon said, "Helicopter rotors idle angrily in the distance," and we are caught up. All right, Commissar Melanin is up next. Oh, let, oh, let me let me mute because the the memes are mind blowing. Hold the, on, I just I, that's fine because I just I missed somebody. Uh, Johnny Coppersnake said the clear, concise, and calm way you present facts makes it difficult to disagree with you, even for the Ill illiterate commies I unfortunately associate with. Great video <laughs> today. Private is greater than public. I've been watching your video today. Sorry about that, Johnny. I it's, almost, it was almost about. Missed um, you should familiarize yourself with that story for sure. It's about the apple orchard. We t I mentioned it on Sunday. This guy is an apple orchard where he hosts weddings. A lesbian couple got pissed because he didn't oh, want to yeah, host yeah. them. And then a city 30 miles away is trying to punish him for it because they won't let him into their farmer's market because he doesn't host gay weddings 30 miles away. Oh, my it's, God. Who cares? Who cares? Yeah, oh, my God. But the court sided for now with farmer guy. Federal okay. court yeah, said, sorry, East Lansing. You got to you got to let him sell his apples. So they'll just be jerks to him and nobody will buy his stuff. No, there were there were a lot of people buying his stuff, and there were some protesters too. But that's 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 America right there. Sell your stuff. People can protest if they want. People can buy it if they want. But the state's not coming in and saying, "Nope, nope, only the correct opinions here, please." Right, right. Yeah. Uh, um, anyway, Steph, go for it. <laughs> uh, on a quick side note, blonde, did you see my uh, uh, sighting of a um, tweet about the sighting of a rare Nazi in Seattle? Yeah, I've read that story. Yeah. yeah. All right. We talked do, about it a little do bit. Do you buy it? What's your take on it? Because I don't know how to interpret it. We There were several. Blonde even thinks he might be a plant, basically. I know. I went full flag. Alex Jones on this one. Yeah. I'm like, false flag. There's I, I, I agree like with this the false flag. Huh. Dude, it's inexplicable. I've lived here for years, and I've lived in a bunch of cities. I have never seen any of this shit before in my entire life. I just don't believe, I just don't believe this. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> Nazis don't roam um, Seattle. What fucking propaganda. So to the main story, um, I, I've been doing slave labor in the anatomy lab, and I ah. got the most awkward flirt done towards me ever. Ooh, okay. Um, so I, I know she's flirting because I've caught her staring. Uh, what's it, like, what, what is the, the happy stare? Uh, that's how I would describe it. <laughs> okay. She, I don't know if I know the like, happy stare, but I can envision it. Well, I, I find it pretty awkward because, you know, guys are supposed to do the flirting and women are supposed to either shoot you down or accept you. Oh, I don't know. Um, lots, lots of women are very, uh, very flirty, I would say. I think guys yeah. are supposed to be more direct. But um, towards the meat of the story, so she's like, you look like one of my cousins. I'm like, oh, really? What's the last names? Maybe we're related, long distance related. She's like, Lopez. Um, uh, I'm, I'm like, oh, let, let me let me throw you a live line. It's like, well, Lopez sounds is pretty far from Keith. And then, I just but, but nobody away. flirts by saying you look like my cousin. I know no. that's why I'm saying it's like the most awkward flirt. Nope, I don't think she's into you, dude. I would nah, never say that to a guy nah. that I was scamming on. Hey, you look like my brother. She, I mean, she does look like a very cave hot troll. brother. <laughs> she she looks like a cave troll. Oh, oh, yikes. Oh, okay. Well, maybe she's really funny or something. No, it doesn't work that way. She's got me. a great That's personality. A <laughs> <laughs> it only works for funny men. Besides, women can't be funny anyway. Everyone knows that. No, All of um, these things are true. Uh, I, I <laughs> Well, she she's one of the better looking cave trolls. Well, she's not in my group, but um, she's one of the better looking cave trolls. There's the girl that started with me. That she's so ugly that if I had to choose between being a virgin for the rest of my life, or or getting laid, I I would choose being a virgin. I don't know. Get three years into that and then tell me again. No, she she is butt ugly. <laughs> Oh, uh, there, there are plenty of people who fit the celibacy test, though. Like if, if my choice was Amy Schumer or celibacy, easy, easy. I don't know. But wouldn't there be some kind of like cathartic getting your hatred out or something? No, no. And no. there are a lot of people for the hate thing I can get. But for, for like the Amy Schumer's that no, not even that would work. No, I, I would happily stay with Pornhub than be with that cave of troll. Oh, Amy Schumer's the worst. Wow, thank you. As always, when you call, we have to explore the depths of our psyches. Yeah. Yes. Hey, call about dead bodies next time. It's much. I know. It's much cleaner. I, know. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I've been chopping off fat from the fat guy. That, that's about uh. it. Oh, that's so gnarly. That is so uh. fucking grim. How do you just go home and you're like, oh, I'm gonna make tacos or whatever? Like, <laughs> That sounded racist, eventually, but I was just—I actually wanted him to make tacos. Eventually, <laughs> you just start ignoring it, and, and the part about being hungry when you're doing it sort of helps in a strange way because you start like—that is so disgusting. Dehumanizing like, it. All right, I'm cutting you off. I'm cutting you off, Steph. <laughs> okay, I'm glad have a, I have been the freak show for tonight. Have um, a good night, man. Have a good night. Ruin my tacos Catch you tonight, next time. you guys. Okay, uh, let's get Minding Freedom in here. To uh, He will provide the German perspective to cleanse this of any impurities immediately. Minding Freedom, you there? Yeah, I'm there. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Good. Uh, we were talking about disgusting nonsense, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I heard that. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, yes, speaking of disgusting nonsense, uh, there is an election going on in Germany on Sunday. Ah. <laughs> and um, yeah, the, the campaign so far is pretty boring. The, the total opposite of what the US campaign was. Um, so, so what do you mean, like sticking to the issues and very politely so? Uh, no, no, just just blabbering nonsense all the time. Not even not even talking policy, just immigration. Not an issue. <laughs> Nobody's yeah. even talking about that. I mean, Much I mean, a things. few are talking about it. You know, you have the AFD, the the right wing party. Uh, of course, they're talking about it. You have the the classical liberals. They're talking about it. But apart from those. Merkel isn't talking about it, her challenger isn't talking about it, and everyone left of them isn't talking about it either. What's, so. Uh, so, is, so Merkel herself is up for, uh, forgive me because I'm not familiar with the German government structure, but is Merkel herself up for election on Sunday? Is that what you're saying? Um, k- kinda. <laughs> um, or her we, party, we don't, I guess, or we, however we, it works. Yeah, yeah. However, it works. Yeah. Uh, so we we elect the whole parliament, and the parliament mm-hmm. then votes on the the chancellor. Okay. So what are what are Merkel's process uh, um, prospects looking like? Good. She's gonna win hundred uh, <laughs> percent. I can't believe that. I just can't believe that. Uh, the, the only the only question that remains is uh, since she's not going to win with uh, an an absolute majority is with whom is she going to uh, enter a coalition uh, government? Okay. So there, at this point, there are two well three options kind of. Uh, the most likely is that everything stays the same. She's entering a coalition government with the Social Democrats, just like the last four years. And um, yeah, basically everything stays the same. Second option might happen, depends on the result, is with the classical liberals. Uh, but they had some bad experience uh, with a coalition government with Merkel. Uh, they did so from 2009 to 2013, so last election cycle. Huh. Uh, it didn't end well. They didn't even enter the parliament in 2013. <laughs> hmm. They got... They got why do Germans want this? I just don't understand. I don't understand. I, I don't understand either. <laughs> you're you're asking someone who, who really has no idea why. I, I just I and don't you know. don't think this is post-war guilt? Um, I I wouldn't say I don't think that. <laughs> uh, parts of part of it, hmm. not not completely, not a hundred percent. I think a lot of people are just. Uh, at this point, I think there are a good few people that think that Germany becoming this this power within Europe and 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 basically uh, seizing power is just the the fulfillment of uh, what Hitler wasn't able to do. Maybe oh even German, Germany in its current form. Yeah, what? Like neutered Germany? I don't think so. Uh, Imagine Hitler coming back. Not consciously. Just this this, uh, idea that that Germany um, has the power within Europe and and can 
Uh, like you can you can force your will onto other European countries. Yeah, until you that's get to something... Poland and Hungary, and they tell you to fuck <laughs> off or pay them a trillion dollars. I'm I'm I'm. Did you waiting. see that excellent excellent trolling by Poland? It made me want to go there so badly. Wait, what did they yeah, do? The, Explain the, it real quick. The funny they, thing is, mo most Germans, Germans were like, "You're gonna take all these migrants that we let in," and Poland was like, "Uh, you're gonna pay us a trillion dollars in reparations for World War II." <laughs> Which said, no, never. no, 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 we'll never. Okay, we'll be good. We'll be good. Okay, okay, Please, yeah. just don't call us racist. Please. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. The, the problem is, in Germany, a lot of people, and including the media, don't understand that this was basically a troll by Poland. They think, yeah. oh, they're for real. Poland uh, is like no, the cool Germany kid in Europe these days. Dollars. Yeah, I need to go to Poland and hang I out. I know, That's, right? Anyway, got to keep it moving, minding, but uh, appreciate your insights. And do let us know. I'll, I'll keep an eye on this because I want to. I guess there's no suspense, so I'll just watch Merkel, you know, maintain power. It's much to my chagrin and blonde chagrin, but I mean, such that's the way it's going to be, I guess. Yep. Yeah, hundred percent. There's, I mean, not not like the U.S. media with, oh, Trump's not going to win. Hillary's got this hundred percent. No, no, not like that. Like really, hundred <laughs> like, percent. Yeah, actually, like, for correct. sure. <laughs> for All sure. Right. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, yeah. man. Have a See good you. night. Yeah. You too. Bye. Okay. Let's uh, let's get Constantine in here, and then we'll take a break from you too. Constantine, you're good to go. Uh, oh man! Stop. You guys think that we're multilingual? We are not. I know. Come on. Well, I did this one out of spite, and it was also fitting for my topic. So I figured, hey, why not? Okay. You know? So, uh, now Hollywood, of course, they've been doing this for the past nine months. However, nothing new. That they're pushing the anti-Russia line. However, the anti-Russia yeah. line goes back. I said 2014 when Putin annexed Crimea, supposedly. So my question is, do you think this so-called Russian aggression is actually aggression or more like self-interest because they're being strangulated by NATO in the U.S.? Hmm. Um, I don't know. I think it's, it's probably more self-interest. Are we just are we granting that they meddled? Are we are we granting that premise? I because. <laughs> I mean, I, do I have to? I, I guess I'm. I don't know. I mean, I meaningful, meaningfully meddled, or just observed from afar. I hired I a bunch of people there's... to post fake news on Facebook. <laughs> no, I don't think that anything like that happened. But um, you know, I think that they that most countries are operating some level of surveillance that other countries, most powerful countries are. Yeah. I mean, uh, most countries where the salt are. So. Uh... I mean, I personally think all this Russian, so-called Russian aggression is just them being strangled by NATO. I think it's a bit strange the CIA orchestrates a revolution in Ukraine. All this happens, you know, uh, and then they, they march into Crimea, which is not Russian. However, they look like the bad guys, even though it was at the request of the population of Crimea. I thought they, I thought they invaded Korea. Wasn't it Korea? Oh, you got to ask Max. If you listen to uh, yeah. the, the greatest member of Congress, that is. <laughs> Did she say that recently? Yeah, she. Uh, it was a few March. months ago. Yeah, oh, she, it wasn't yeah. when I was gone. I don't remember this. No, when you were gone, she did say that YouTube and um, Breitbart are coming to kill her in a House committee hearing. We played the what? clip on the roaming show. Yeah. Oh uh, my god. She, she was asking about. They were talking. About, she just oh, misspeak. No, they had they had a hearing about terrorism finance in the House Finance. I think it was the Finance Committee. Or, I forget which committee. And, uh, and she says, uh, if you, if you look at the YouTubes and the Brett Bart, she said, Brett Bart, they want to kill me. 
Uh, what can we do? And she asked, you, you have to see the clip. Anyway, I don't want to divert from Constantine's topic, which is, oh um, so, so your question is, is it genuine aggression? And should we, I guess the follow-up to your question is, should, if it is aggression, should we be mad about it? Cause if it's aggression, it's illegitimate, presumably. Um, I, I suppose that's along the lines of what I was getting at. Yeah. Uh, I, I just, here's the problem with the entire Russia topic is it's been more than a year now and there's been so much unsubstantiated bullshit that every single story I see, I just think, eh, get back to me when there's substantiation. Yeah, it's like too. with this Paul Manafort stuff and the Mueller investigation. Now they're saying he's going to get charged. Yeah. Get back to me when you file the charges, all this Wait, stuff. Don't is, worry about that later. That's a later. Yeah. This goes back even before the election happened because you, you look at it. It all goes back to the military-industrial complex, in my opinion. They always need a boogeyman so they can sell more weapons at you know outrageous prices. Yeah. And I think you know after after Iraq winded down, you know before ISIS really picked up, it's like oh Russia's being so evil, they're being so imperialistic. See, so that's why I think it all roots back to. And of course, the 2016 election was just the you know cherry on top of all this. They they hacked the election. I think it all goes all the way back to that, considering the fact it was mainly Hillary and the neocon shills that said that. Yeah, well, hacked the election has always been bullshit. Anyone who says that phrase is is almost certainly spouting a bunch of nonsense. Yeah. At least the implication being that they hacked voting machines or something. And I agree, a foreign actor, you know, if they're behind uh, the DNC, the DNC emails or whatever, if they're behind that, it's not great that a foreign actor did it. But at the end of the day, the reason I don't care as much as a lot of sky is falling crazy people is because it was still the American voter making an individual choice with with information that like it or not was true now i'm not saying it's cool that that information got out there it's a security problem we should take care of but uh but i it I'm was not gonna... good for the american people well but on principle i don't think that we want that to happen on an ongoing basis no that a no actor i mean i agree the leaks do have to stop trump's been clear about that but the clintons were going to have power until they were totally exposed and and we have to we have to stop corrupt politicians so i know they're they're screaming about the leaks and it's like you're you're screaming about people voting with real information i I know that that maybe that's information that shouldn't have been out in the public but that's what you're screaming about at the end of the day sorry i'm not gonna think that that's like an end of the world issue anyway it seems like you've read a lot about this constantine so you have an opinion on this before we uh let you go well yeah basically um it's all really goes back to the media. They make money off of wars. They make money off controversy, all this. And it also goes back to the military industrial complex. They make money, not necessarily off of war, but when there's a boogeyman, when there's a fear of war, that's what they really got started in the cold war. If I could recommend one thing, listen to Dwight Eisenhower's farewell speech, uh, Hmm. uh, about four days before Kennedy came into office. And he basically lays out what the military industrial complex is. I mean, probably better than I could explain it. Yeah. That's one of those, um, that's one speech I don't think I've ever read or listened to, but is frequently referenced. So I should probably do myself a favor and check it out. All right. Well, thank you, man. And uh, have a good evening. Appreciate it. Well, I think he might have, I don't know. I don't know if he disconnected or dipped out. Thanks, Constantine. Uh, you want to take a super chat break? Sure. Who was the last one? Oh, was it the one I had to read in Spanish? I refresh this. Yeah. That was your economics. Weak. Weak shit. Okay. Jenny K said, get well soon, blonde. Heard you're not feeling well. Sending hugs from St. Louis. Yeah, I always get sick when I come back from a trip. So last night I was trying to film and my 
I, I watched it and I was like, rah, 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 rah. I'm like, nope, go, I'm going oh. to sleep. I'll read it tomorrow. I feel like garbage. Thank you very much for that, Jenny Case. Um, A. Pinochet said, did someone say helicopter? I'm all over. <laughs> yeah. uh, that is, to be clear, that is the helicopter ride dictator, that that screen name. <laughs> As far as um, I understand. <laughs> Yoda Economics said, of course, Russia meddled in our elections. The U.S. has been meddling in their elections for years. <clears throat> and last but not least, Black Magic, the DNC emails were never investigated by the FBI. And we are caught up. All right. Let's get... Uh... Oh, next up is Stan. Next up oh, is good. Stan. Hey, Stan. Hey there. Hello. How are we doing? Blonde, you sound like you were doing fine. Then suddenly all the sick just... You started coughing and hacking and doing everything there. Oh, no, I'm fine. Okay. Um, so I, I was looking, noticing today that, uh, I don't know if you heard this, Blonde, but the St. Louis mayor uh, decrying police officers over saying some mean oh. things. Oh, did this happen today? Uh, it looked, uh, no, yesterday. She Because oh, uh, apparently, apparently the police were, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, saying whose streets are streets. And the, uh, yeah, but I didn't see that substantiated anywhere. I feel like if that was actually happening, I would have seen 5 million videos of it. I, I just find it funny that it's like, okay, so they literally <clears throat> were, the protesters were going to your house, literally vandalizing your house, and you're going to shit talk the police. Okay. Well, yeah, because yeah, she's an old light, white lady and she's afraid of black people. So... <laughs> It's She's just, going to try, try to placate them. It's just it's just staggering to me. So as as I you know as I was doing uh, as I was reading over the story, I, you know I I have a little tinfoil hattery, and Good. I uh, yeah I, I knew you'd appreciate it, Matt. And you know I'm I've been thinking you know I was thinking about you know some of these places that come into the news you know Mizzou, Seattle, St. Louis, and then some of the more recent attacks in in Europe. And you know one thing came into that a commonality in this blonde. Why is it that everywhere it seems like blonde goes or has been immediately after some sort of disaster or something happens, Matt, I'm just concerned, you know, if she's going to come visit you, that, yeah, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll turn you know a dead I mean? like a Hillary. I, I enemy. mean, yeah, I mean, I just, yeah. I'm just want you. I'm just, no, it's it's really true. Let me tell you a little story. So I, I don't know if you knew this, Dan, but I also missed the Bataclan attacks by about a week. <laughs> and then before that, when I was living in Santa Monica, I was going to work one day by the beach, and there was I was on Pico, and there was nobody around me. I'm listening to Paramore. My headphones really loud. There's no one around me. My bus never comes, uh, and so I just walk there. Blah, blah, blah. And then I get to work and people are like, what the fuck? Were you just walking around the streets? So I turn on the news and a block away from my apartment, there was a school shooting. Seven people were killed. And the guy also went on to Pico and shot up a number seven bus. (laughs) And I was trying to take the bus on the way home and I just had my headphones and I probably would have heard gunshots if I was paying attention. Not a soul around me. I had no idea what was going on. Yeah. So, so I have narrowly escaped this. a school shooting. I missed a terrorist attack by a week and all this shit happens. In now you, you worked on, on, in New York on wall street. You, I believe you said previously, I'm, am I correct in that? Wait, what? You broke Sorry, up. Sorry. You, you worked in, in New York city before, right? I did. How, how, I'm, how I'm long I'm losing before? blonde actually on the, yeah. on Skype. Oh, okay. I don't know if her connection's oh, like, dipping out. Like, Hold on. Blonde. Yeah. Yeah, your connection is garbage right now. Hold on. I'm going to call you back.
week. <laughs> Let's try that. Uh, well, it's maybe a little better. All right. So you were talking about yeah. your career on Wall Street. I was just saying, like, how long when you worked in New York, Blonde? How long was the you know the uh, you know those protests the uh, you know the ninety nine percenter and the uh, occupy the occupy? Like, how or was that within like a certain? Amount? Uh, I'm, I'm just yeah, saying, there seems that. to be. Uh, I mean. I'm not saying it's you, but uh, it just, Matt, I just worry about you. You know, I'm just sitting there and I'm seeing all these, you know, I've got the wall, I got the map and I'm drawing the strings and I'm like, <laughs> you know, I'm like, okay, blonde here, something happens. Blonde goes here, something happens. Blonde goes here, something happens. I'm just saying. Uh, we'll have to find out. Well, I don't know. Are you still planning on coming here? I'll put you on the spot. Are you still planning on coming here next month? Or is that yeah, I'd like door? to check out Bozeman. I mean, he's pretty set on Idaho, but I do want to check out Bozeman. <laughs> yeah, that's why so. I'm bummed that he's not coming because I feel like I could I could persuade him. Look, we I can just wait have until he comes back. Give him a man-to-man talk and persuade him. <laughs> he yeah. needs to check you out anyway, so I probably yeah. should wait for him to come back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I, I, yeah. So I can alleviate I fears who, uh, that I'm not trying to steal his fiance. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. The slowest sure. scheme ever to develop. <laughs> like he's but really one, putting in some time. One day. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we've never hung out before, right? Or just one time. Yeah. Matt is playing the nine to 10 year game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> give him seven or eight more years. Yeah. Blonde, and yeah. you will be ready to go on a date with him. I'm oh, telling yeah, you right now, he's working <laughs> it. But uh, but no, I um, I, and- I've said it before, but I can't imagine a weirder date. Like if uh, if Blonde and I went on a romantically intended date now, it'd, it'd be, be weird. weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I I, I I've weird. had yeah. I've I've definitely had people I worked with them, and we we've tried the date, and it's like. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, let's like just let's just pretend this brother. never happened. Yeah, we're we're too friendly. Yeah, yeah I hear you. But that was all. I just wanted to add a little, you know, when I saw that story, I was like, okay, I got to enrage blonde a little bit, but then yeah. I wanted to, I wanted to get a little bit of, of humor. Yeah. yeah, but get a little bit of humor and, and welcome black, black blonde. It's, it's good to oh, see Oh, thank you. you so much. Someone in the live chat just said blonde killed Gaddafi. <laughs> <laughs> let, the, let the art and conspiracy theories begin. Thank you. God, thank you, Gaddafi's death was so brutal, too. They, I like, know. They shoved stuff up his ass and, yeah, yeah. Damn. Good Lord. We talked about a lot of weird stuff tonight. That's not your fault, though, Stan. That's my <laughs> yeah. no, I, no, it's all Blonde's fault. Uh, <laughs> all right. You all have a good night. Take care. Thanks. Catch Thanks. you next time. Yep. Okay. Let's uh, let's get Protein Bar in here. I got to keep it moving, man. We got, uh, we got a lot of calls to get through, so I'm doing my best. Don't be offended if I hustle people along. I'm sorry about that. But Protein uh, Bar, if you can get your mic unmuted, you're good to go. I'll let you hang out. Uh, otherwise, for the I got first time caller Garrett Costello. Garrett, what's up? Are you good to go? First time caller. Hello. Hey. Hey. You good to go, Garrett? Hello. Hey, can you hear us? Hey. Sounds a bit weird because I'm watching you. Yeah, on definitely. Just uh, yeah, just mute the stream or whatever. Okay. Hello. Hi. What's on your mind? Well, uh, first I want to say that uh, you guys are like some of my favorite YouTubers. I really uh, love respect you guys. So I want to start off by saying that. <laughs> well, thank you. Appreciate and, it. And uh, I also want to say uh, you're welcome, Blonde, because I'm pretty sure you're really thankful 
to me for uh, sending that lactation video to Matt a few months back. Oh, was that you? Oh no, it was you. Yeah. Are you the father? Yeah. The father of the lactation meme, I should say. <laughs> that is just the gift that keeps on giving. I'm actually writing a script around it right now. About lactation. <laughs> well, I'm writing a script about children teaching parents how we live in a society oh, where. Oh yeah. Like I thought that, that was a really being good like a, to... a, a meme of the left. Like they keep yeah. reference the children can teach you. I think there's something there. I really do. Yeah, it's weird. It's become a recurring element of their worldview. Uh, yeah, it was my uncle got kicked out of your uh, quote about how uh, the Nazis wouldn't have allowed this. <laughs> Did I say that? Oh, no, I, no, I think I said that. Hitler wasn't oh. wrong about everything. They wouldn't have allowed that. Something like that. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, if I would have said that, people would have shit a brick, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can get away with it. It's the same thing that when roaming called for... Um, Eugenics. That Eugenics was after the period she's like, blood. Yeah, she's yeah. like, we shouldn't allow this in future generations. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you do you have a, a a topic, a sincere topic, or any anything you wanted to discuss, Garrett? Keep it. Uh, yeah, like a, a quick topic because uh, sure. right now I'm uh, currently back at school and university. Okay. I uh, start out with the community college, so I can't speak for all community colleges, but in my experience. Mine didn't have any sort of SJW, you know, demographic there. Good, good. But, yeah, uh, yeah. In an actual university, it's like, I because I remember like as soon as I had, you know, gotten enrolled and stuff, I started receiving emails from my uh, uh, college, you know, head or whatever about, you know, diversity and stuff. And I was like, oh, no, they're here too. <laughs> no, they've arrived. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh I don't want to take up too much time, but I have two little quick SJW stories I have. Sure, go for it. Um, so my first um, encounter was uh, in my ASL class. And because uh, there's one point where we're learning about, you know, how to say, you know, man and woman in ASL. And he did a trick where he's like, okay, everyone stand up when we say this. And there was, um, well, someone who I that, was That's sign language, to be clear. So I'm, is that yes, ASL sign, sign language? Okay. And, uh, you know, so I can teach at, uh, Antifa people not to uh, self-defense. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, anyway, he told like all the women to stand up and everyone stood up and there was like someone who was, well, I assume was a woman, didn't stand up. I was like, oh, you must be one of those uh, people, I guess. <laughs> I don't know, that not too big, but that was just something I noticed. Oh, uh, okay. Probably the, uh, the, the biggest one is I was walking back from class and I saw like there was this like just beta white guy lecturing a black guy about why uh, Antifa isn't bad. Ah. <laughs> you know, there's, um, I always get that. One of the clips, I regret that I didn't actually do a video on it from Cleveland because I should have. One of the viral things that came out of Cleveland that we were there for, if you go on YouTube, you can find this debate that happened. We're there filming it. It's this old, rich Jewish lady lecturing oh God, a young black guy that. about the, the hood struggle, basically. And this and black how, guy's like, yeah. what? He's like a red, he, I would say he's like a red-pilled black dude, but he he wasn't even that... And it's not, he hadn't taken the reddest of pills. Like he was just a reasonable guy that thought like, you know, I'm not oppressed. I'm just a black guy. Like this old rich white lady. Like you gotta be fucking kidding me with this. I forgot about that. Oh my God. Yeah. We, we taped the whole thing. I should have done a breakdown of it. It's too late now, but, um, but yeah, I've, since I've had several people on Twitter and, and emails send me the clip and say, is that you guys like with the mic, holding the microphone? I was like, yeah, we were there. We watched the whole thing. (laughs) Watched the whole thing happen. 
Yeah. Uh, but but you said overall your your school experience is is not uh, social justice infested, so that's good. That's you're you're mostly avoiding this kind of nonsense. Yeah, I'm I'm just there to get my degree and you know not get involved in any of that stuff. And I ever see anyone like that, you know, like the guy who was talking about how Antifa is so good, uh, I just kind of walk past because. I'm not getting involved in that. Yeah. I don't want to get sucker. Yeah, punched. just keep yeah, your head down. The, yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Have the wrong opinion, get punched in the face. You're exactly right. So your instincts are correct. Hmm. All right. Well, so, thanks, yeah. thanks for the call. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. And uh, hope to hear from me another time. We'll do. Have a good night. Nice talking with you. You Bye. as well. Take a super chat break or are we good? We're good. Okay. Big red doggy. Big red, you're up, man. How y'all doing? Well, that was, I was not expecting that. Well, hello. Well, Blonde says he wanted to uh, talk American, so that's what we did. Uh, Okay. (laughs) No, no, no. Um, How are you doing, Blonde, since you brought back the contagion from uh, Europe? Yeah, I'm fine. My my fiance's not sick, so that's good. I probably um, got something from filthy fucking Seattle. Not even from my traveling. And not not the flying aluminum can that you traveled back on for oh I don't know eighteen hours. Oh my god, it wouldn't end. The <laughs> flight that wouldn't. There was horrible turbulence. I'm like oh. sobbing. <laughs> do you see? So do you have to like uh, connect in New York City or how did it work? We flew to Frankfurt and then had a layover. Are you talking about the way there or the way back? We had a six-hour well, layover. I, did you go Chicago Seattle on. directly to Europe? I went no Seattle stop? to Chicago, Chicago ah. to Paris. Yeah. So how long does it take, like, Chicago to Paris? What's that flight look like? It was, like, eight hours. Ugh, gross. Yeah. And the way back was a little longer, yeah. Ugh. What airport in Chicago? O'Hare. O'Hare. Well, at least you got stuck at the good one and not the other one. It was a good airport, yeah. The only time I've been to Chicago, I basically had to hang out at Midway. And the, the hotel around Midway. That's my only Chicago Is Midway experience. a shitty uh, Yeah, Midway's the shitty one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's like nothing to it. There's like maybe one food court. But the problem with O'Hare is there's like so many terminals. Yeah, it was a lot of buses or something. Oh, my connecting flights in five minutes. I have to go across the entire airport. Yeah. <laughs> I have to go from Terminal A all the way to Terminal D, which yeah. is never fun. But yeah. uh, no, no. I just want to see how you guys are doing tonight. Oh, you know, you never you never know what you're going to get on the call-in show. Man. You never, <laughs> yeah. like, we get weird stuff all the time. It's, uh, I see Jay Fry's waiting. I had a, I, if you listen to the audio feed of the this podcast, I had a weird chat with Jay Fry last night about Bigfoot on his stream. And yeah, that's I listened listen to, to it. it. Yeah, that got weird. And tonight is getting weird, too. I've had, like, several just bizarre conversations in the last yeah. 24 hours. Yeah. Well, it keeps life interesting, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, no, we'll discuss Bigfoot on our next hangout, Matt. Uh, along ah, with okay. the stuff about uh, your video today, I, I, I oh, think sure. it's an interesting topic. Yeah, uh, to discuss. So, but uh, no, no, I, I did have some good news uh, as far as uh, gun-toting rednecks go. Okay. So, um, the Share Act passed, which is the Sportsman um, Health and Recreational whatever. All I know is the HPA got rolled into it, which is the Hearing Protection Act. Ah, so okay. It passed committee, which most acts and laws die in committee, or not committee, but committee. Right. So there's a plus there. So if you can, please, please get on NRA dot 
or N-R-A-I-L-A.org, and write your representatives. Yeah, and just so everyone understands, this would this would make silencers or suppressors, I should say, not sil- I mean, is there a technical difference between the terms? I guess suppressors not really. the, the better term. Uh, silencer silencer implies silencer. something that's not true. Like it does not make your yeah. gun silent. <laughs> yeah, it basically brings the firearm down from around 165 to 170 decibels down to close to hearing safe, down yeah. 35 decibels. Yeah. And it just makes practical sense, man. So I, I like being in the outdoors around here, and uh, I don't necessarily like hearing loud-ass gunshots. You know, I, I'm not anti-hunter. I want them to be able to hunt, but, uh, but you know, why why can't they have a suppressor? Because they're going to stealthily murder me, James Bond yes. style. Yeah, no, yeah. And I mean, hey, you still have to have you still have to pass a background check in order to obtain a suppressor. All this is eliminating is removing it from the NFA registry, which implies a two hundred dollar, in my context, a unconstitutional tax. Mm-hmm. That's beside the point. Um, basically, it just removes it off the NFA registry. So, okay. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, maybe this has got a chance. I'd imagine with the Republican House and Senate, it, it might this might actually come to fruition. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I hope you put that Republican House and Senate in quotes. Considering the fact that how things have gone so far. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it amazes me that um, the uh, everything they were unified in in campaigning on suddenly becomes uh, unlegislatable once they're in power. Oh, yeah. oh I know. Here we are. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, one other thing, Matt. Mm-hmm. Don't be mad, but I ended up uh, putting a uh, down payment on a uh, FNPS ninety. Oh, so, cool! That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, that's that. I I I can't remember if I was talking to you about that publicly or privately, yeah. but I'd love to have uh, one. Privately, privately, we were discussing yeah. that because you were talking about your FS two thousand. So yeah, I yeah. Uh, well, yeah. when you come to visit Montana, maybe um maybe we can put it to the test. It's Sounds a cool little. It's a cool little. Well, I guess I, I guess submachine gun wouldn't apply to the civilian model it, necessarily. Yeah, but. it's well, I'm going to SBR it, so it's going to look like a, a P90 from. If you're familiar yeah. with Stargate SG1 blog, it's what it's that little funky gun they carried it at, kind of like near the end of the series. Hmm. That was really it's a cool gun. That's it's, cool. it's cool. It's cool. Awesome. Yeah. I'm like explain it in dumb people terms. Yeah. Okay. It, it was it, really it, good in Call of Duty Four. Like when you ah. play that, it's really good. Oh my god! You guys yeah, are- <laughs> it 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 it, uh, it carries a fifty round clipazine on top of the rifle. Yeah, yeah. So, and it's just it's like the weirdest shaped rounds. little gun. It's I can't even describe its shape, or I don't know. I don't even know why. I mean, I understand the engineering to make it as short as possible, but in terms of like the shape of the weapon, it's just very weirdly shaped to me, and I don't understand why it's shaped that way. I know it's weird to think that that thing's almost uh, thirty years old. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's cool, man. Once you get it, uh, I'd like to see a picture of it or something. Yeah, yeah. I'll, uh, cool. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know. <laughs> All right, man. All right. You Catch guys you next have a good time. Thanks for calling. Bye. Bye. I got to clarify. Are guns, is that like a sports and video games topic? Are guns off limits? I mean, it's something that like I need, I need to know yeah. about. I yeah. need to know. Well, I'm not, I'm not the expert. I only, I probably don't have enough knowledge to be honest. Most of what I know about these things, most of what I know about gun models is from video games. That's actually true. Oh God. (laughs) Anyway, uh, let's, uh, let's get Yoda economics in here. He can speak Spanish to us. 
Since he tried to put you on the spot, I say we put him on the spot and see how good his Spanish is. He's just going to berate hey, us in Spanish. Yoda Economics. Shana get... Tova. Happy Jewish New Year. Y como ah, That's right. That was... Happy <laughs> Jewish right. Spanish we... New Year. Right. Hey. Um, so, well, okay, well, before before you ask, can I, you put Blonde on the spot to speak Spanish. I want to put you on the spot to speak Spanish. Okay, sure. Are you, are you actually fluent? Yeah, when... Um, when I was a missionary, ah, I went to Costa Rica. Oh, okay. Okay, well, so well we, we got to tell him to say something specific. Say, Beauty and the Beta is the best Sunday podcast, and we are idols for the people. <laughs> what is this, Kim Jong-un propaganda? <laughs> yeah, yeah. If somebody is going to, if I'm going to make them say things. La Beta es el podcast del domingo. Yes. And, and we're idols. And an idol people. for the people. <laughs> As soon He's like, I'm not saying that. Idol por los personas. Las personas. Shut That's up. my Spanish right there. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, what did you actually uh, want to talk about? So, okay. So I actually, this is, this is something that's uh, actually close. Um, uh, California is about to become a sanctuary state. Yes, I saw that. Um, and it's like, I mean, I, I mean, I, I'm moving. I think I told you that I'm moving in like a month. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I don't really give a shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just let them secede at this point and just go. Well, no, you can because, have California. Yeah. yeah. Because I think what's going to happen. Well, not what well, I think this is what's going to happen. You know, I live in San Bernardino and, mm -hmm. and I was in the San Bernardino, uh, terror attack so i didn't escape that but what um what do you mean when you say you were in it i was like a building and um, so very close by yeah and yeah we were <laughs> locked down we couldn't go anywhere yeah and and my cousin was uh involved he's a, he's a police officer he's involved in catching yeah. okay um, so so anyway, uh, I think what's going to happen is is that all these illegals, they're going to come to um, California, and it's going, it's going to create this shortage in um, real estate market, and even where I live, where it's a shithole, uh, the real estate market's going to skyrocket because of the, you know because of supply and demand and nobody's going to be able to afford houses anymore. And then they're just going to create more and more programs where, you know, they're, they're giving like, um, they're giving affordable housing and all this other stuff. Um, yeah. But the government can't afford that. They can't afford well, to make no. affordable housing for millions of people. They give amnesty to, is that what you're talking about in this hypothetical? Yeah. Because, because, um, well, the government can't afford it. California will just keep jacking up taxes. And as long as we, as long as we have like, um, as long as we have billionaires staying in the state for the weather, they're just going to keep jacking up the taxes. But eventually, people are going to start moving. They're already moving to places like Texas mm -hmm. and uh, Arizona, Nevada, and so forth. So stay if, out if of Idaho, California. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those California plates are not um, they're not viewed kindly around Montana either. I know because I drove back here with California plates from when I lived there. <laughs> People just giving you the finger. The well, I got rid of those plates ASAP. <laughs> traded them back. Traded them in for some Montana plates. So, um, if um, 
if any of you are in California, like the other gentleman mentioned, call your legislator. Mm-hmm. Please just call the legislator or call the governor's office. It's not going to make a fucking difference. He's gonna he's gonna um, sign it anyway. Yeah. But at, at least at least try. Well, these and, people are these people are so crazy. It's like. Um... So obviously you have Nancy Pelosi's argument that giving amnesty to all the illegals and the sanctuary status is going to make California safer because now just think of all the crimes they can report to the police in California. So, you know, congratulations on your new safe state, I guess. But did you see did you see Nancy Pelosi being bombarded or or just interrupted by a whole bunch of illegal immigrant activists the other day when she was talking about DACA, I guess. Well, but yeah, they they they're, would they deplatformed yeah. Nancy Pelosi like Nancy Pelosi. I mean, what do you want, people? Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, be, because there's there's absolutely no reasoning. I'm I'm absolutely pro immigrant. Mm-hmm. In fact, Theodore the handsome in the room, he mentioned that Mexicans are hardworking and they are. Um, I'm absolutely pro immigrant, but this is just getting out of control. They want to legalize 11 million people. We can't handle that. Yeah, well, you know, the the states are the great laboratories of democracy and they, you know, maybe California is the meth lab of democracy, I suppose. Like that <laughs> that place is going to blow up very soon. And um, uh look, oh, it's no. very nice. I like to visit California, but I don't want anything to do with the wacky politics and uh yeah. I don't want to live there. Well, it's like um Shapiro who said that California will eventually turn red again and just um it's going to take a while but it'll go red yeah. again i don't know i don't know about that well yeah i mean if you if you give amnesty to yeah uh, however how millions much amnesty of people we're giving this hypothetical situation and, what's um, the border security like yeah i, I yeah well yeah, i like, yeah. like i said I'm, I'm going to utah um yeah and excellent everyone where you, more... you won't be around to watch the impending disaster it sounds like yeah, you're getting at it a good time i have Is, family do, here when is oh well yeah there is that when is My, uh when is when is the sanctuary status law going into effect so that's actually is it passed now and Jerry Brown has to sign it or what's the status yeah Jerry Brown has to sign it it's passed both both houses of the legislature and, okay. and Jerry Brown has to sign it and there's even like the most ardent progressive law enforcement officials yeah. who are against this cuz they just think it's a terrible idea yeah. i mean so I have, you know, my my father, uh, you know, he has a he has a pension, and I'm worried that he's, you know, they're going to go broke, and he's not going to be able to support himself because he he's doesn't get have... monopoly money in the mail. That's what he's yeah, exactly. Get. <laughs> forgot Social Security because because he, he he paid into his pension. Yeah, and that's what I'm really, you know, it's selfish, but that's what I'm really worried about. Obviously. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think that's that unfair for somebody that is, you know, spent a, a hard life working and paid into a system that you get the benefit of the system into which you paid. I don't think that's. I yeah. think you're being greedy for expecting that. It's your money at the end of the, your dad's money at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I don't. I, I, yeah. do you, you have the is, expectation of taking I, out when you. Put yeah. Am I greedy because I don't have a, a sign in my front lawn that says, "Hey, anyone and everyone can come in here and sleep in the bed and eat my food." No, maybe I'll invite people over sometimes. And if you really are in need, maybe I will. But this this amnesty, open border, anyone can come in. And if you say no, you're a racist, terrible person. You don't do that with your home. And I wonder why. Yep. Well, no, I mean, just, just you know, Blonde said she lived in Santa Monica. All you have to do is drive around Westwood. There are gates everywhere. 
in yeah. all of these rich people's houses. Filled with get, leftist celebrities that are yeah. that advocate open borders. They can all yeah. <laughs> fuck themselves. Yeah, I mean, these people... <laughs> Beverly like, Hills the same way. The other day when I went out to Hollywood, and there, were, there was a giant wall for the Emmy Awards. There was a giant cement barrier. Oh, how special. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I, I want to see the God, the Emmys. I could talk for another 10 minutes on the Emmys even. Oh, that sorry show was to, such Sorry bullshit. to like that crack <laughs> But um, I appreciate it. We got to keep it moving along, man. But, all right, um, guys. Have a good one. Appreciate the thoughts, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Thank you, man. All right. Thanks see you later. Calling. Okay. Should we take a break or keep going? We're good. We can keep going. Okay. Jay, oh, no, we shouldn't because Jay fries up next. Exactly. <laughs> so Welcome. menacing. How's it going? Hey. I was um I was uh promoting our bizarre conversation that we had last night, Jay. Yeah. Yeah, you were something all right. <laughs> uh since I talked to you yesterday. Yeah. Question for Blonde. Um if if she's uh seen anything about the uh the Georgia Tech shooting. What? And the response is the there was um Officer involved shooting at Georgia Tech, a, uh, a tranny with a, a multi-tool uh, was trying to get murdered, and the police obliged him. And, what? Uh, he literally went at the cops saying, kill me, as I understand. Yeah, it was like Wednesday, Tuesday. I did read about or, no, this. No, 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 it was over yeah. the weekend. Did they have a small knife? Yeah. Well, he had, a, a, multi-tool. He had a multi-tool, so there was like a knife. I mean, I have a ah, multi-tool. Oh, yeah, I did read about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a lot of the people responding on Twitter all have that they are trans and non-binary. So it's like, how aren't you, aren't you picking a side when you go trans and then you're also non-binary? It's like, what's the point well, of transitioning if you're non-binary? Well, you know, I'll take chocolate or vanilla, uh, but I transitioned from chocolate to vanilla. So whenever, whenever you want, right. You can't transition from chocolate back to chocolate. I, or can you? Does it count as a retransition if you go from chocolate to vanilla, but then back to chocolate? I don't know. I'll, I'll have to ask Sean King if it does. So. <laughs> yeah, really. The fact that we're asking these questions means society has gone too far. Yeah. But that's it. They, I'm non-binary, but I'm also trans. Like, no. First off, non-binary means that there's only two of something. Thank you for admitting that. And now you're gone trans. Wait, if you're non-binary, it means you don't subscribe to the binary theory of transgenderism. So maybe you could transition, but still not identify as whatever. Yeah, you could trans to one of the 53, but neither male nor female, right? That is so stupid, but I guess they aren't mutually exclusive terms based on these idiotic leftist definitions, right? (laughs) Well, see, I I don't don't know. I went to a quality college, so I wanted to talk to someone who went to Mizzou and a liberal arts college to, to understand the differences. Oh, God. That's why I hey came man, I didn't here. get indoctrinated with this bullshit. You didn't. It's, uh, this was not part of my curriculum. <laughs> That's all I had. I fuck off, guys. <laughs> all right. Have a good Well, night. good to hear your voice. See you later, Jay Fry. That's a well, lie. Don't lie to Jay. That's... I do. No, I, no. Have a, I love Jay <laughs> Fry, and I think it's because he's so mean, and I fear him, and it makes me... It makes me kind of love him too. Uh, Respect right. and revere him. Still yeah, here, it's guys. The Machiavellian. Uh, Still approach. here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Later, <dear>. Jay. <laughs> Bye, guys. Okay. Uh, break time, or should we get Steven in here? Uh, get Steven in here. We're okay. not. We're not doing so hot tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Start. Start jiggling the jar. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know.
always do. I'm not showing anybody my boobs. No, we appreciate everyone who supports the show and everyone who listens. Thank you. Uh, Steven, what's up, man? Hello. Hi. What's going on? Um, I, I have a question for, I guess, both of you guys about uh, entertainment related. Uh, I I could have sworn Matt said he doesn't watch a lot of movies, but yet he can still get a few movie references here and there. Mm-hmm. Can he? I don't hit as many as a lot of people do. There are a lot that go way over my head. Like 95%. I think <laughs> yeah. it, Matt's terrible. His, his knowledge of movies is really limited. Really, really limited. Ah, well, uh, I think it was last week or maybe earlier this week. I, I could have sworn Blood said she wasn't going to watch any more Jennifer Lawrence movies after that, that shit she said. Yeah. But, yet, uh, but then the next thing I know, you're like, I might do a, re- a review about Mother. I know. Well, I read the um, Rex Reed from The Observer. I read his review of Mother, and it was so scathing. And we are both a bit of cringe aficionados. And, like, I want to see the worst movie ever made. I want to see it. I just I just want to see what that looks like, you know? And so I put it on Twitter. I'm like, I, you know, I put all of my subjects, my potential subjects for the next video up, and people voted for Mother. And so I, I went and saw it. But I did buy a ticket for Dunkirk. So I'm going to film hmm. that right after this and then post it tonight. The review, uh-huh. are which there is any, scathing. Are there any other celebrities that y'all say that um, y'all will never watch and most likely never will because not just their politics, but you know they're just not good at their job as an actor. Oh yeah, that's um, a different question. Hmm. Mine actually, I I don't have a lot of uh, blacklists for political reasons necessarily. I have a, I have some that are just your movies are garbage. And I don't want to see them. I don't care what anyone says. The what combination of um, the combination of Seth Rogen and James Franco is not funny. I will not I'm, watch. Yeah, I will not I'm watch their crap. You. I'm not put. Although um, James Franco has been in some movies by himself that I thought were good. I mean, there was a time way back when that Seth Rogen was kind of funny, but it's been a while. Was he though? I mean, like I'm talking like super bad, you know? Oh yeah, yeah, fine. Um, I'm talking way back, way back. They could have those, cut him out of Superbad, though. I would like to say that I would never watch Amy Schumer, but the fact of the matter is, I watch it to to like, I watch it to discuss it on the show, that sort of thing. Um, um, I think Natalie Portman is a horrible actress and I have a hard time watching her movies because I'm constantly being taken out of them by her shit acting. Nonsense. Well, I can't defend her acting ability. Did you I see only, V for Vendetta? My I can father? only defend, it was the I can worst only defend I've ever her, her gorgeous appearance. That's eh, all. Pass. Well, she's past her prime, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> she's old news, Natalie Portman. Yeah. 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 Uh, I don't know. Do you have any celebrity blacklist blacklisters, Stephen? Um, I've, just because I've I've heard that they're uh, well, I hear their opinions that I disagree with them, but uh, also their movies have never really appealed to me. Like uh, like Sean Penn, I hear he's an asshole. Everybody knows he's an outspoken Hollywood leftist, and uh, I've never I've never been drawn to want to watch any of his movies. I've heard I am Sam is good. But mm-hmm. I've never wanted to watch it. And I like Michelle Pfeiffer, but I've never wanted to watch that movie. Hmm. You remember a few years back when they went after, it was like one of the early social justice Hollywood scandals I can remember because at an award show, Sean Penn made a green card joke about who's that guy, Inuritu, the guy who directed like The Revenant. 
uh, he's like Argentinian or something. But he made a, he made a green card joke about a guy who's like Latino, and they mm-hmm. went after Sean Penn for being racist, even though Sean Penn is like one of them, you know. Oh boy, yeah. Sean Penn. <laughs> there's and there's one actress that um, I don't know what her politics are, but she is really. Uh, I don't. I think it just gets to me that back in 1998 or 1999, everybody said she was sexy, and I was like, "Are you kidding?" I don't know if I'm the best judge for that, but uh, I like to think I have good taste in women. What's who your... is it? Who is it? Okay, yeah, who is uh, it? And then I have a question for you to test your. I don't taste. know if y'all know her name. Okay, uh, her name is Selma Blair. Yeah. I don't. I could... Yeah, I, I was kind of into Selma Blair. Yeah, is she the one that went crazy on the plane recently? I don't know about that. All I know is back in '98 or '99, everybody said she was sexy, and I was like, no. I wouldn't call her sexy, but like she's she's forty five now. Though. I mean, she's keeping it tight. He said in uh, the nineties. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm 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 having a gander on the Google, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I don't have any points of dispute necessarily. Although, I don't know. She's just she's just old now, I guess. <laughs> Let me ask you this, Stephen, since you have exquisite taste in Hollywood women. Okay. Because Blonde and I were discussing this earlier. Of all the people who I think are overrated in terms of attractiveness in Hollywood, Jennifer Lawrence tops the list to me. I just don't get it. I mean, Jennifer she has Lawrence solid this, TNA. She does. I guess, but she's revered as like this, this, this goddess. And it's like, yeah, I'm not saying I wouldn't, but I'm also, I don't get it. How Ugh. she's like how the much number is she one. talking in this hypothetical situation. Okay. I'm just saying I'm, we're being entirely, um, we're being entirely superficial here. We're just going on. her. So she doesn't voice. speak. Yeah. She doesn't speak. Okay, uh, nine body, six face. Maybe that's <laughs> it. Maybe I'm more of a face guy. She's got those tiny little eyes. She looks like a cat. <laughs> uh, Steven, what's your opinion? You're, the, you're gonna get the final word on that. I'm gonna get the what? The final word on Jennifer Lawrence. Is she overrated in terms of attractiveness or is, is she properly rated? Uh, she's okay, but she's not the... In my opinion, she's not my top favorite. But then again, uh, well, like I think there's a ton of women in in Hollywood and models, and you know that look way better than she does. But mm-hmm. uh, as far as ta- as far as talent, uh, as uh, the, I didn't even I was I didn't like that she was replacing Rebecca Romaine. I was partial to Rebecca Romaine as Mystique, so uh-huh. I didn't like her. I didn't like her in that aspect. I didn't get the best first impression of her. And uh, uh, the first time I saw Hunger Games, I was like, wow. She's really dull in that movie. She's a plain Jane. Yeah. I couldn't believe that she was the breakthrough actress. Hmm. Well, uh, Jennifer, if you would ever like to come on the show and defend your honor, I'm more than <laughs> yeah, happy really. to host you. <laughs> Biggest butterface in Hollywood. Ooh, come on the show, boy. Jennifer. Lawrence. Jeez. I don't know what All to right. tell you. Thank you, Steven. Appreciate it, man. Y'all have a good night. You as well. Biggest butterface in Hollywood. Yikes. He is, dude. So harsh. Let's uh, let's get I, protein bar dropped out earlier because of a mic issue. Let's get protein bar back. You good to go, Mister Bar? Hey, Matt. Can you hear How's me? How's it now? going? Oh, it's going pretty well. Uh, today is actually my birthday, like I mentioned last week. Oh well, happy, happy birthday. birthday! Thank you very much. Actually, Lon, didn't you have a birthday? I'm having a birthday coming up in a yeah. few having. weeks here. The big three zero. Big three zero. Oh, if boy, I weren't yeah. engaged, I'd probably kill myself. So. <laughs> Well, I'm 27, so. All right, know, that's I'm, a good I'm age. Yeah, this is a decent age. Um, 
So I think tonight I want to talk about um, there on a lot of uh, so I'm definitely into like the whole I guess skeptic slash anti SJW crowd, and mm-hmm. now every now and then I see a couple of videos being uh, with ads, and yeah, this they're coming one back. Ad I keep seeing, yeah, I keep seeing this one ad over and over for the past two weeks that is uh, wanting to bring up a lawsuit about the election because oh, they are boy. claiming, yeah, they are claiming that uh, because states are winner takes all, people's votes mm-hmm. aren't being counted as equal. Uh, and well, what's the, what's the basis of the lawsuit? This is this the system is outlined by the Constitution. Like what? Yeah. Why would? It's, wow, this is a waste funny of money. In the ad themselves, yeah, in the ad themselves, they say that is anti-constitutional. Without what? Why? Yep. Well, you you could maybe make the argument that there are different clauses of the Constitution that appear to conflict. Like maybe you could make some kind of equal protection or some sort of bizarre equal protection argument about all votes should count equally or something. And you could say, well, how do we reconcile these seemingly competing clauses of the constitution? But you can't say that it's flat out unconstitutional when it's literally part of the constitution. That's kind of what they were going for. And they were saying, because in some States like California or uh, I I can't think of any red States off the top of my head, um, that if you vote the opposite way that you're essentially not going to have a vote. And they say that that because of that, it's unconstitutional. What? No, so this is nonsense, but thank you for the ad money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank you for advertising, guys. <laughs> I know, right? What, uh, do you remember the name of the group? I'd, I'd kind of like to look at it just to see. Uh, I'll have to look it up. I think it was something like uh, Fight for the Vote. I don't know. Yeah, if you, see it, if you see it pop up on YouTube again, just make a note of it and send it to me because I would like to see what they're, what they're saying. Yeah, it was, uh, it was really bizarre to see. I uh, I don't quite get it because it's it's essentially uh, asking for the popular vote to decide the election. And while I'll admit that there's definitely some flaws in our current system, it's a lot better than mob mentality. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the Electoral College over popular vote. I think there are arguments in favor of the popular vote, but it's not that the Electoral College is unconstitutional. Anyone who's saying that is uh, a huckster. Anyone who's saying that should take 10 minutes and read the Constitution, which is about what it takes. (laughs) patently insane yeah but uh i thought it was funny i should share it huh and well, yeah uh, i'm like curious now i'd definitely like to check it out yeah and uh i actually really enjoyed the video you did today about the well, apple thanks. orchard um it, it's very it's very it's a very hard argument i think because there's definitely cases where we want people to have their freedoms and not infringe on other freedoms but i almost wonder to what point is it too far so like yeah uh in terms of baking the cake versus like i don't know a white supremacist white supremacist owns the store. I think it's, it's a conversation I think that definitely should be had. Yeah. Where is the line that's too far? And the orchard is such an interesting case because in the case of, let's say, should they be forced to bake the cake? The classic example is going to the Supreme court. Mm-hmm. I get, I, I don't agree with it, but I could understand like a city's reasoning in trying to regulate that. They're saying if yeah. you're a business open to the public, you should serve the general public, period. It's not necessarily something I agree with, but I can at least understand it. The thing with the Apple case is it is simply a city trying to regulate the opinion of a guy who's coming from 30 miles away. Because there's no evidence that Apple yeah. Orchard guy, Steve Tennis, has discriminated within the city of East Lansing. Now, by the way, I would still sup- – I think – I think businesses should be able to refuse service to anyone for any reason. Not everyone agrees with that, but I, I think all transactions should be voluntary. 
I don't think you should be forcing people to engage in transactions. But to the point, that's not even what's going on in, in East Lansing. There's no evidence right. that that Steve Tennis is discriminating against gay customers at the market. In fact, he says, I will happily sell produce to gay people at the market. All they're saying is, no, you don't, in, you don't endorse gay marriage uh, in your opinion, and you don't marry people 30 miles outside of our city's jurisdiction, so you can't oh come here. Oh, my God. That's Who such cares? Bu- it's Who such cares? bizarre overreach, yeah. Buffalo, so the Apple case is a special right one. Here. But, but um, it is amazing how uh, one of the things that I was thinking about is is I remember Bun and I have talked about this too. Back when this was being debated, it was like nobody's going to be forced to do anything. What are you talking about? And now we have photographer, slope. the photographer, flower, flower lady in your neck of the woods near Seattle. You know, can, can she refuse to arrange flowers for a gay wedding? Uh, we have the apple orchard guy, cake baker. Uh, yeah, just not a fan of all this burn. all this tangential garbage. Yeah, it's a kind of annoying but i think yeah. i think it's interesting to have the discussion yeah i i find this topic to be fascinating so i'm glad that there's kind of a public discussion on it i i i'm watching that supreme court case that should be decided next year so i will be very curious to see how that turns out as a slight extension i wonder if that would extend to the bake sales that are done for like <laughs> women's rights and such that yeah. charge men an extra amount of money yeah All right. Well, thank you for the call and have a good night. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Okay. We got a couple more. No, let's see. We got one more patron caller to get to. I'd like to get to a couple non-patron callers if we can. Are we good or do we need a break? Yeah, let's do a little break. Um, let's see. Oh, we got a few actually. Uh, E.S. Sasher said the National Firearms Act of 1934 refers to suppressors as silencers, and thus the ATF calls them silencers. FNP90s look awesome with suppressors. Hmm. He's coming oh. up next. Sasher is. So, oh, okay. Yep. Um, should I go through the rest of these? Oh well, yeah, we got we got time. So. Uh, J Lo said, "What do you think about China's electric car only law, and will that bring down oil rich countries' power and influence?" God, I have missed so much. Shit. I haven't even heard of this. Neither have I. That surprises me. Well, yeah, I'd have to speculate. It seems highly surprising to me with their their carbon record in China. Yeah, I would. They're just going to say no. Really shocked. No internal combustion engines. It's got to be something else. Then I need to learn more. I can't opine on this just based on one. Comment. Yeah. If Sorry, you have guys, a link I've been to out it, the market. For if while. you have a link to it, send it to me. I'll, I'll take a look. Um, Matt McFadder said, blonde, what do you think Roaming Millennial's real name is? She looks like it either an Ashley or an Emily. I actually, I'm, I'm really good friends with Roaming Millennial. Like we, I had we to talk guess a lot. on the show. So do you know her name? You know her, but her I, I don't know her name. No, but oh. she has told me that it's really Asian. She has like an English or not an English, but like an Americanized name, first name and a really Asian first name. She has two, but yeah, I had to guess yeah. on the show. I had to guess on the show. And I, and I, Lin. She, she did tell me privately. I'm not going to reveal it. So I know what oh, her did she? Americanized. Will you tell me after the show? If you want. What would you guess that her Americanized first name is? And I'll tell you what I guessed. Oh, it's an Americanized first name and yeah, then just an like Asian a, middle name. One of her names is like a American, you know, very common American name. Kelly. Kelly? She doesn't look like a Kelly. Well, I don't know. I went with Sarah. Sarah? She doesn't look yeah. like a Sarah. Well, the good news is we're both wrong. <laughs> And I can't. Well, I can't but I, I can tell you, her name's not Kelly or Sarah. Yeah, it's I'm not surprised. Kelly or Sarah. I thought that she had a, a really Asian name. She does, but that's as far as I understand, she goes by 
the uh, American name. As far as I understand, but I don't ever. Oh, don't well, know. sorry, Matt McFadder. I, I clearly have no that's, fucking idea. That's Steven's Matt too. Oh, ask, ask for Matt. Yeah, that's ask for Matt. Um, old school Satanist says, guys, talk to diversity in comics. He is fighting the good fight cough. Ah, diversity in comics. I don't know that, but I do know that the issue of social justice in comics has basically killed the industry. So that's kind of an interesting talker. I, I'm not a comic book guy, but I know there's a lot of, I know the parallels to the video game industry, for example, of, Hey, let's take this beloved character and make it a black tranny because social justice. Yeah. That doesn't work <laughs> for reasons. Yeah. Um, black magic said Trump's speech at UN was awesome. Also Jay Fry did nothing wrong. Being a chimney sweep this time of year has turned my brain to mush. Take my monies. Thank you so <laughs> Thank much. You. We'll take your mushy chimney I'm, brain. I want to break down this the speech a little bit on Sunday. If nothing else, just to play the Rocket Man quote. Rocket Man. <laughs> <laughs> I know he got a slew of shit for that, but I was just like, oh, it's great, awesome. That's Kim Jong Un. Look, listen. He was so little, furious. I bet he was dull with yeah. his little round face. Oh man. Marco Rubio so is forever little Marco. He is. Okay? And and Ted Cruz, like him or not, I know there are a lot of Cruz fans. He's forever Lion Ted. Lion Ted. And now Kim Jong Un. And is, you know Crooked Hillary. Oh yeah, that goes without be, that saying. That shit's gonna be on our tombstone. Yeah, I almost forgot that Trump coined that because it became so widespread. Yeah. Yep. Totally. Yeah. Uh, Yoda Economics said, "In Spanish, masculine and feminine pronouns are important. How will they handle, handle gender neutral yeah. pronouns?" <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah. Good luck. Um, also, Yoda Economics. Also, Matt, Friday, don't forget, Fuller House comes out on Netflix. That's true. I'm, you know, I, okay. okay. I know everyone wants to rip me for liking Full House and, yes, watching Fuller yeah, House. And I yeah, you're I'll huge fan. I don't know what to tell you. But but I'm all, also what just came out is the new BoJack Horseman season on Netflix. Is that so good? Somebody tried like to make watch it and I was like. It's kind of weird. You have to get past the anthropomorphized animals. But what I love about BoJack is it is funny, but also it's one of those shows that's kind of like sincere and sad, but also really funny. It's it's a very unique show. I like BoJack a lot. I think it's much more respectable than liking. Look, I admit Fuller House is a guilty pleasure. I'm not trying to tell you it's a good show. It's a corny as hell show that's self-aware and it's nostalgic. And that's why I like it because I like corny as hell. Oh, 90s that's right. TV. You gave me some sweet nostalgic explanation. Yeah, it's not It's not like I think bad. it's, oh, it's compelling drama. Do you, how are wow. DJ and Stephanie going to resolve this tension? That between memory them? of you telling me that melted away and it just all was just yeah. boiled down to me calling you a fag again. I totally forgot about yeah, that. See, I have my reasons. Sorry. Sorry, man. Um, we have a few more to get through. <laughs> Uh, Coco for Kosh gave us uh, some money and said, "Good work, thank you very much." Uh, Fifty dollars from BB. BB returns. Jesus Christ, BB. thank you so much. And she said, "I love you guys. We love you too. Thank we you so much." We love some BB. We do. We, we love us some BB. Thank you, BB. And then last one for right now is friend of the show Stan waiting for gay marriage ceremony in a mosque. I'm sure that will be okay immediately and not cause social justice warrior arm again. I got uh, I got an email asking, what does it take to become a friend of the show? Or does that is blonde just say that? And I'm like, I think she just says that. It's not a real No thing. way. <laughs> I don't There's know. No... You just have to become my friend. I... That's the thing is I was like, yeah, you just like someone we're familiar with, I guess. That's the standard, you know? Yeah, like... yeah. And Miss Malevolent, also friend of the show. <laughs> uh <laughs> Uh, said blonde is a Libra too. Libra's rule. I am a Libra. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Miss Malevolent was asking me about this week. Uh, but uh, but Libras strive for balance. You're, see, that's the thing is Libras are often characterized as indecisive. You're very decisive. Yeah, and I always have been. But they also are kind of artistic and a little angsty and emotional. Check, check, check. Yeah, maybe. So I got I some know. of the Libra stuff. 
I don't know if I fit that box. I don't know. I'm, if you can't tell, I'm not a huge. Wait, are you also a Libra? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you were a whatever comes next. No, October 18. So we're actually in the same astrology sign, I guess. Yeah, Matt and I are very close in age. Yeah, both hitting 30 within the next 30 days. So, I know. Yeah. How are you excited? I mean, I thought I was going to be dreading it and want to slip my wrist and everything, but I'm just kind of happy to get out of my 20s and like have babies and. No, I and I feel uh, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not excited about like becoming a real like sort of old adult. You know, that's kind of 30. 30 is kind of that that transition there, but um, but at the same time believe it or not, I'm very proud of, of what I and we have built. I'm very yeah, proud so to have well. something like this um, before the age of 30. And I think only good things are, are coming. So that's uh, definitely true. And I think that when people hit a milestone, um, like I remember when my sister turned 27, which isn't a milestone, but she was like, I, I haven't accomplished nearly as much as I want to blah, blah, blah. But yeah. I hit 30 and I'm like, Outside of not having kids, which I'm going to do immediately, I'm like, I'm pretty happy with the things I've accomplished. I'm proud of my channel. I'm proud of the podcast. And so I don't have this big, I know where I'm going. And Yeah. It, I think so in my old job, really I would have nice. been less happy. I'd have been like, oh, yeah. Wow. You know, I've been doing this for eight years and it's basically the same thing I was doing. And I get like, you know, modestly more money than I used to. But is this, is this all my life is going to be? Is this, yeah, is this yeah. it? I would have definitely had more. And I got to say, I never feel like that. Yeah, I love I love doing this. I love doing this as much as I did when I when we started doing it kind of full time. I guess last summer it's been a, a year of doing it full time, and I enjoy it. I still enjoy it. So yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, it's, it's can't, I can't can't be sad about that. We good? We got it. We got more. Good? Yeah, we're good. Okay, E uh, E A or E S Asher. <laughs> I know. I was I'm just gonna know. go with Asher. Asher, you ready to go? Maybe, maybe Ayo. not. Let's see if we can get that mic going, Asher. Uh, you're free to chime in whenever you're able to. Otherwise, I'll start pulling in some of our non-patron callers tonight. Thank you for hanging out. Beggar Hero. I don't see Beggar Hero. Let's try Danny Boy. Do we have Danny? Here's Danny Boy. Hey, Danny Boy, you there? Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. I can. Thanks for, thanks for your patience. You there? Yeah, I'm here. Ah, well, you're good hey to go. Yeah, what's on your mind? Okay, yeah, it's uh, first time on, so thanks for having me, guys. No problem. Yeah, I'm a fan of the show, but I've just been around for a little while. Well, thanks for thanks for supporting the show, and thanks for hanging out. I know it can take a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, Are you listening to us on the stream? It seems like we got okay, a little yeah, bit I'm of delay. Yeah, I'm on the Discord server now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So definitely are, mute, mute your that. stream, <laughs> and then uh, yeah, I just yeah. did. Okay, there you go. What's on cool. your mind? Yeah, well, uh, I guess I'd like to start by saying uh, I live in Canada, so I'm kind of looking from the outside in a little bit. Yeah. And uh, originally, my favorite uh, U.S. figure, I guess we'll say, was the Mooch with his off-the-record <laughs> remarks. That, sure. That was pretty spectacular. But lately, I'm liking Clay Travis a bit. I had some ah. tears in my eyes watching that clip. <laughs> it was funny, yeah. So, so were you unaware of him prior to the great boob debate of of this last week, the great CNN boob debate? Did you know who he was before that? Uh, no, I just the the clip showed up in my YouTube feed a whole bunch. Yeah. So, I I went back and looked at Clay Travis because they were trying to throw him like just like Trump, he talks about you know yeah, objectifying yeah. women and stuff. The guy's a Democrat, 
first yeah, off. Yeah, I know. He, he voted and, for Obama twice. <laughs> yeah, and I was looking at his Twitter feed, and there was a great quote of him from like May of last year where he made a similar off-color joke on Twitter or something, and someone went after him. How can you even say that? How can you yeah. even? And, um, yeah. and he said something. He replied something to the effect of, yeah, I'm one of those, like, I'm one of the few remaining Democrats who isn't a total pussy. There are only a few of us left. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he loves to push that. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I can he appreciate wants to make that. Uh, t-shirts that say something like, I love First Amendment and boobs, and donate <laughs> the uh, proceeds to breast cancer, something like that. That'd be cool. Basically I mean, just I, a troll. I, I do think it's kind of a lame zinger. We were talking about it on Sunday. I don't think it's a, a top-tier zinger. I don't think it's that right. great. Right. Yeah. Anyway, I didn't come on to talk about Clay Travis for the podcast. <laughs> sure. Uh, earlier today, I had a, a big discussion about Islam and the nature of Islam with uh-huh. some friends. And uh, we kind of saw it a bit differently. And I think it kind of came down to how you judge uh, a religion. Okay. And how I was coming at it was I was looking at how do the followers of this religion interpret their holy text because – as you're probably aware, there's a substantial percentage of Muslims who interpret the Quran as advocating violence, or at least have some extreme views that are inspired by the Quran. Uh, and he was saying he was from a Catholic school, and in their religion class, uh, they had studied Islam, and the teacher was a big proponent of the religion of peace interpretation. And he was saying that he has studied the Quran a bit, and that it is definitely advocating uh, for peace in his opinion, and that therefore Islam is a religion of peace, and anyone who interprets it differently isn't a true Muslim. Oh, that's just so, a no true Scotsman fallacy. That's they don't count. So yeah, I just wanted to get your take on that. Um, I think that Christianity is less instructional. The Bible is less instructional than the Quran. I mean, in the Quran, it tells you to take active measures against infidels. And even though the Old Testament, uh, there is a lot of, of violent language, and some of it is... I mean, it, it, it's pretty, it's pretty bleak. Um, yeah, God's, I think a, that God's a real been, dick in the old Testament. Yeah. Yeah. I think <laughs> there's been an enlightenment. And so the nature of Christianity is different. I'm not seeing this in Islam. There's, there's no room for reform or hmm. any element of secularism. Yeah. Okay. So you think that kind of the, the, uh, God from the old Testament that is very, uh, harsh and much less forgiving it's in Christianity that's been replaced um, with a far more forgiving system under Christ, but in Islam that hasn't happened. Is that what you're saying? Um, it also I doesn't explain say, the Jews either, really. You know, I mean, there's a big. I would say there. it's it's the people's propensity to accept less fundamentalist peers within mm. within their religious community. Okay. Yeah, I'm okay. not sure if it's even. It is an interpretation of the text, but I see Christians much more willing to associate, closely associate and affiliate with non-religious people and people that are half-assed about their religious preference. Like, I'm such a half-assed Catholic. I haven't been to church in forever. No Christian is going to have qualms about associating with me, but Muslims, like – outside of business and day-to-day activities, like their friends, family, who their family's marrying, things like that, they're going to be a devout Muslim. Right. Uh, what do you think on – you mentioned uh, Scotsman's fallacy. Uh, how you how you judge religion, like generalizations aren't great, but if you want to like talk about uh, like groups of people at least in general, uh, judging the, the group like Islam based on how you interpret their text or how the different sects of Islam interpret the text, uh, what, what do you think about that? Are you asking about uh... – 
whether or not that's an immoral thing to do. Like, no, like how should you go about if if you're going to make a statement like Islam is a religion of peace? Uh, how are you coming to that conclusion? Are you are you looking at the text that they use, or are you looking at how they interpret it and the results that it gets? Uh, both. And I I would look at in the videos that I've made about Islam. You know, you look at Muhammad, and he had no qualms about outright being a war mongering tyrant and a pedophile. I mean, you can just read that in the Hadith and the Quran. Um, Jesus was a much more sympathetic character. And so I think that that has a lot to do right. with how the text is being interpreted. But then you also have to look at the behavior of the people. I mean, mm -hmm. Christians, everybody talks about like the Christian right and how they're closed minded. I have never had any problems. I, I've never have any, had any, I grew up in Missouri. I never had any problems from, from Christians ever yeah. in my life. I mean, and, and, well, that's the thing about the Westboro Baptist reference even too. say what you want about Westboro Baptist. Yeah. They seem to have a lot of scumbag beliefs, it's but they like also respect 20 people and they respect the rule of law. Yeah. And yeah. the thing about Westboro Baptist okay. that I don't get me wrong. I don't appreciate them generally, but one thing I do appreciate one thing they have contributed to American society and culture is I don't know of a lot of people who have more firmly pressed on the boundaries of the First Amendment and forced the court to address some very difficult questions than than Westboro Baptist. And by the way, one of the situations that <laughs> went to the court that they had to adjudicate was, do you have a right to protest the funeral of yeah, a dead that's, soldier? That's, or I think it was a Marine. Yeah, that's the headline that everyone knows. Yeah. yeah. But these are important questions to to get. Yeah, at. Right. And while I think you're, I think you're per personally, I think you're probably a piece of shit if you do that. But we we gotta we gotta question. we gotta figure out the boundaries of the First Amendment. And if we're really saying we're free speech, then we can't yeah. discriminate on content. And you have a right to be a Westboro Baptist scumbag if you want. So I've always looked at the Westboro Baptist <laughs> church is just so weird because uh, mm -hmm. I guess it's a made it's I wouldn't say it's a love hate. It's like a it's a hate. Um, but there is a slight silver lining, I guess. I don't know how to say this. It's the, I disagree with you, but we'll fight for your right to say it situation. Yeah. And what they say is so outlandish that it's important mm -hmm. to have out there because if nobody does, then we don't find what these limitations are. Right. Yeah. Cool. Anyway, we'll we'll have Hopefully. to move it along, but thank you for, uh, for the thoughts tonight. Yeah, uh, thanks for having me, guys. Uh, one last thing before I go. Uh, I just became a Patreon supporter, so if you could oh, yeah, add I can me do in, that. that'd be awesome. Right. Awesome. Uh, yeah, I can do that right now. Thank you. Have a good night. Yeah, you too. See you later. Uh, okay, let's uh, – I will give last word to I'm bored unless – oh, wait, no. Uh, decoy did – okay, can you do two more callers, you think? You got time for two? My legs are pretty numb, but all right. <laughs> okay. Uh, Asher, you're lighting up. I can't hear you though, but you're free to chime in. Any better now? Oh, there you go. But your mic's still pretty soft. I don't know. I can bump you up a little bit. Go for it. I have it turned down a little bit. Give me a sec. No, you're good. You're good now. Actually, you're loud and clear for me. All right then. Yeah. No, I was just uh, figured I'd ask after the caller before last, since you were talking about the Constitution. Um, I think it's 13 states now that have signed a constitutional convention memo or mm -hmm. uh, pass an amendment to do that um if you could add one thing to the constitution in a convention what would it be oh man i i haven't oh, thought oh jesus um i haven't thought deeply about this i don't know that i have a good answer for you i'd i'd be shooting from the hip just to give you an answer for the sake of an answer rather than a thoughtful one if Can you I... had to add or is it just a change 
it's it can be added or changed. Oh man. Uh, Take can away I... women's right to vote. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, we really yeah, we really messed up that amendment. Um, <laughs> could I Hmm. I don't know. Can I throw the question back at you? Have you thought about this? Uh, yeah, after listening to some people, mostly Ben Shapiro, but others talk about it, mm -hmm. um, I think what I would probably start with would be a plain language bill, um, three pages ah, of plain yeah. language at maximum. Uh, I think it's the 14th Amendment, says you're a citizen if you're born on U.S. soil. Maybe change that so only oh, yeah, that's, children that's of citizens... One our citizens yeah yeah there's uh, there's definitely a compelling argument to be made that yeah just because yeah. you're born on u.s soil you're a citizen is maybe not i think roaming was talking about this she knows more about this than i do but i think that's actually a uniquely american thing that's not common in other countries yeah no it, it's pretty unique and it popped up right after the civil war obviously for good reason but it's probably run its course yeah well, yeah, these are interesting things to think about. I should probably spend some more time thinking about that. I hate to, I hate to duck the question for you, but I, but I do it. I'm only kind of copping out because I wouldn't be giving you a thoughtful answer. And I think this one deserves probably some thought to it. Yeah, no, I've just had some fun thinking about it. So yeah. I figured I'd ask. Yeah, definitely. Well, thanks for your patience and thanks for uh, hanging out. Have a good night. You as well. All right, I got decoy. Decoy, you're good to go. I'll have to be quick here if you can. And then I'm bored is going to get last call. I'm bored if you're still around. I don't. Yeah, I'm bored is. Decoy, you there? Yeah, yeah. I um, I actually had two uh two two stories to throw out here and take out your input. I think you may have addressed it at the beginning of the call, and I probably missed it because I got in a little late. Uh, have you guys looked at the uh the guy who is uh suing? His uh, he he robs the Starbucks and then the uh, yeah, a patron. I read about that. It's in California, right? Can you explain <laughs> it in thirty seconds? Sure. Uh, guy goes into robs, got a gun, you know, got a, a like a Transformers mask on, and this older gentleman takes from behind WWE style with the oh, with a chair and yeah. beats him down, and they get into a fight. He has a knife and he stabs the guy in the throat. He gets the knife oh. away, stabs the guy like seventeen times. Um, not fatally. And now wow. even though he's going to, you know, trial and prison for his crime, uh, they're, they're suing him for excessive force and vigilantism. No, yeah. Fuck all the way off. I have no yeah, sympathy for that kind of thing. No way. Yeah. Sorry. It's the same, you know, it's like if you intrude a home, sorry, I know. you intrude a home with a mask on and you get fucked up. I don't have any sympathy. Oh, for you. No. So oh. to be clear, just so I'm understanding the fact pattern, this guy went in a store with a mask on with the intention of robbing it. Is that. That's correct. Yeah, no, fuck all the way off. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. You, you, I think, uh, what does Steven Crowder say? You have forfeited your right to live at that point. I don't know if I would, maybe that's too far, but you've certainly forfeited your right to safety or not having someone kick your ass at that point. Sorry. You threaten other people with violence yeah. and you're going to get a violent response in self-defense. That's the nature of the beast. Yeah. And I, I definitely think I would support, um, uh, litigation, you know, con hmm. constraints on being able to sue people for your own dumbass moves. Like, 
you know, ah, I didn't know that, uh, you, you didn't warn me that, you know, if I get in front of the car while it's moving, I'm going to die. So I'm going to sue Christ. Yeah, especially when right. you're intentionally putting other people in danger. This, this isn't just a mistake. Like, oh, sorry, I'm, I'm negligently robbing this store. No, you are actively putting people in danger. I, I don't have any sympathy for you. Shit happens in that situation. So, yep. the, so the second one I posted in general text for you, okay. you know, and, and you can get to it if you'd want to or not. But I, I, I got a bit of a chuckle after man sets himself on fire at bank after getting annoyed at waiting too long. Oh, man. <laughs> wow. I didn't see that. Wait, he's... News of the stupid. Anyway, hey, guys, thanks for doing all the great things you do. And, and thanks for taking my call. Of course. Have a good thanks. night. Okay. And, uh, I'm bored. I'm going to give I'm bored last word. If you're, the, if you're still there, I'm bored. You get last Hello? word tonight. Hello? Hey, you there? Hi. Hey. Um, you... Big fan of you guys. I well, have um, one question. Do you guys believe in sure. the Mandela effect? It's like we um, transfer to like a parallel world or universe? I, sorry, can you repeat that one more time? I'm having a little trouble hearing. Do you guys believe in the Mandela effect? The, that, that you're not... in a parallel universe? Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know if I know the effect, but the concept of a parallel universe being like, you know, something. Well, what's interesting, I, I haven't had a lot of these like crazy physics. I don't know. People explain to me all these concepts of the theories that there exists, like, infinite number of parallel universes in which every decision that's ever been made has been made, you know, like, I don't like uh, that. I don't, I, I don't know if I'm describing this well, am, am I getting the concept? Right. I think so, the concept is that there are multiple or an infinite number of coexisting parallel universes. Is that yeah. correct? It's saying like that people like myself has like false memories. When okay. for me personally, like the Monopoly man always had that glasses on top of his left eye. And some hmm. people say don't they don't see it or they don't rem remember it. Okay. Then some people say Pierstein Pierce or Pierstein Pierce with the A or E. Okay. Then, I don't know I don't know if I can comment on on like parallel universes and stuff. But I can say one thing that just fascinates me that I can get lost in thought forever on is butterfly effect type thinking. <laughs> We're not only thinking, what if I had done this at this point in time, how my life would be different, but thinking, what if I hadn't like, for example, what if, um, what if you didn't ever ask to stream with me? And what if I didn't say like, oh, yeah. Hey, you want to do this? I mean, I do think about that a lot. How it would have changed the course, but that yeah. makes you think about the untapped, you know, opportunities that you had that you didn't properly exploit. Yeah. I try to stay out of that. That, you know, But it, well, it's just interesting how what was mostly a momentary decision for both of us um, has fundamentally transformed our it lives was fateful, for the last wasn't it? year and year and change. And that happens all the time. That happens. Uh, and sometimes you don't even know. You don't even know. Like if I had left the house five minutes later, I might have gotten a head on collision and died or something. Oh, yeah. 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 Or if I, I hadn't forced myself to go on that third date with my fiance. Yeah. So you were reluctant is what you're saying. Oh, I had, uh, I was like, no, you had moved on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, one last thing, please. I remember Nelson Mandela 
was being dead in the 80s. Because I remember when I was like five, six years old and like in the early 2000s, I went in the library. The librarian was telling someone else, like in a high school, research on Mattel's death in the like the 80s, I think. Uh-huh. Then when I uh, heard, I think 2012 or 2013, when he died, I was like, wait, I thought he dead, was dead like a while back. Because I was uh-huh. li- someone in the library was talking about it. I was like, wait, I heard like Obama was pe- talking about him dead. I was like, did he die like 30 years ago? Oh, you thought it was like a false memory. Yeah, like hmm. other people have like false memory of like little things with like yeah other things can, like yeah you can rationalize them and like convince yourself that they're real that even they're, they're real false. yeah or have you ever had a dream where you've woken up and you've been like did that actually happen like I remember yeah. when I was like seven or eight I was totally convinced one time that I had taken my parents' car out Ugh. in a dream. And I was like petrified, but it, it didn't happen. I mean, I didn't yeah. even know how to fucking drive a car. I see what you're saying, but no, I don't believe any of that stuff. <laughs> all right, well, it's super. Inter- I I think this stuff's really interesting to think about. So thank you for the thoughts. Thanks for calling. Have a good night, Love you guys. Man. Thank you. Thanks. Let's catch up on some on some super chats. Oh yeah, chats. that's right. And then we'll we'll get out of here. Okay, taco time. I'm hungry. Yeah, me too. Um, I got to make dinner. Let's see. Another $50 from BB. Thank you so much. BB. BB's, I almost said BB's the man. BB's the broad. If you like this show, it is brought to you by BB. I know. It's true. (laughs) And Nicholas Bentley. Um, You can watch David Rubin at Dave. Why did I say that? Dave Rubin at Harvard. Awesome. Yeah, I want to watch that. I haven't watched it yet. He did a a live stream with Brett Weinstein and well, he did a speaking thing. It was live streamed with Brett Weinstein and then there was another speaker and I wanted to watch it today, but I didn't get time. So I will. It's Uh, on my schedule. Okay, well, I didn't even know that. So thanks for catching me up to speed, you guys. I appreciate it. Joel Dykeman said, next amendment, traps are definitely gay. Uh, Okay, I can support that. (laughs) All right, all right. And last one, uh, Stan, friend of the show. Weinstein was on Ruben last night, just FYI. Okay, so I guess uh, they were at Harvard on Ruben together and I will watch it um, yeah. as I eat my tacos. Are you are you actually making tacos then? Yeah, I wasn't You're, just saying that to be racist. That's like the <laughs> that's like the third or fourth taco reference tonight. Oh uh, yeah, I, no, I, I'm so hungry, and all the ingredients for delicious tacos are <laughs> right, right in the fridge. I'm so hungry. All right, well, we will be back on Sunday as usual. I don't know what we're going to talk about. Um, I know we'll talk Rocket Man. Yes, we I, will. I have I have some surprise cringe you might have seen it already, but I'm just going to store it. Uh, it's been floating around this week, and it's not it, it's it's a more wholesome cringe. It's not a entirely degenerate cringe, so it's pretty good. Um, what else have I been saving? I don't know. We'll talk about whatever pops up in the meantime, and maybe someone someone will show up to guest on our show someday. Maybe who knows? Find out then. See ya. Bye.